0: To episode two of What the Fuck, America. Um, okay. What a week, right? This has been... Oh, my God. ...crazy impeachment. Oh. Um, what do you think, Melissa? What have you been doing? Well, I've been watching a lot of it because that's, I
1: can't help myself. And then um, I thought that the managers did a really good job presenting their case. And it was pretty unbelievable that the Republicans would sit there and file their nails or look at their phones or whatever during the... It was very disrespectful and just in-your-face assholes, and that was a bummer. But then yesterday, I was listening to testimony from the defense team, and I could see how the they did a better job than their opening. For sure, by a long shot. And then uh, I could see how all those assholes could just grab on to a few of the things they said and pounded on and pounded and pounded. Figured they could—they so found their excuses for everything. doing whatever they're going to do.
0: Yeah, I've just found t- last week very, very emotional. Like, it, it really brought to the center of what actually happened in that place those people it's been a long week right true it really was it was every time I started watching it I really needed to stop watching in it because I would get really emotional almost like the people the poor senators and the um members on the floor because right. having been um a survivor of a mass shooting my son was a survivor of a mass shooting it just brought back those feelings of mm-hmm. confinement and what they must have gone through
1: that makes perfect sense. It's like PTSD. Yeah. They all have PTSD. And
0: they will for a very long time. They will.
1: Probably in an evolving way forever. Correct. You know, It just evolves. And maybe you have periods where you do better, but then things triggers you.
0: Correct. It, it, it really was very um, emotional for me. So I just like, I don't know. I think I drank a little bit more than usual this week. <laughs> <laughs> did you have to take it in fits and spurts? Yeah, I really did. I had to take it a little bit at a time because I just really couldn't do it. Matthew wanted me to
1: watch the 14-minute video that had been the opening. I was like, do we really want to have that kind of night? <laughs> like, maybe, maybe I don't want to watch that. Maybe we should just try to have an upbeat kind of date night. And he was like, you have to watch it. So we watched it, and we did have that kind of night.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's an emotional time, and I feel for the people that had to actually be on the floor and explain it all over again, and, I, and you're right, I think the managers did a really good job at explaining exactly how it felt, and I feel like the um, videos themselves were imperative to get their point across. Yeah. Not that it meant anything to the um, other people. Republican guys, right. <laughs> to the
1: the Trumpers. Yes.
0: Well, I think it means a whole lot to
1: the uh, incars- people who are incarcerated or getting ready to be incarcerated who've been indicted that were part of the insurrection. I bet it's be pretty meaningful to them. Their guy is like, head on down to the Capitol and I'll be over there with you. Wink, wink. He never shows up. He never shows up. Is he gonna use the money they all donated to his camp to his legal fees for arguing the validity of the of the election? Is he gonna take some of that money and help them out with their bail and their legal fees and stuff? No. No. <laughs> He's not gonna do
0: any of that.
1: I know. I think a few of them might have decided they don't like him as much anymore.
0: I don't know. I think that he's going to they're going to stick to their guns because those are the kind of people they are. Right. It's it's just the way that they feel about Trump's that they're going to continue to be that way. If
1: they've stayed all this time, of course, they're going to stay.
0: Do you feel like you really feel sorry for those people? Do you feel sorry for those people because they followed Trump or be, because they no. Trump didn't follow them in there?
1: I don't feel sorry for them at all. I was telling Matthew, too, I, it, we have to try to understand the way they think. Because a whole bunch of them are going to get disenchanted with him, and and they're not going to believe him in anymore. But where's where are they going to go? If we're busy talking a bunch of shit about him and saying how stupid they are, they're probably not going to come over here. Correct. That's a... An issue in my mind. I mean, being people make mistakes in their life and pretty horrible ones are redeemable.
0: Yeah. I'm having they trouble are. with my
1: words today.
0: <laughs> I mean, no, I mean, I feel like they are redeemable, but I also feel like that a person follows another person on their own. I'm not crazy about the fact that some of these people say, oh, I was only doing what my president told me to do. And, yes, he did say that, but you did it. And went overboard twice as much as what he told you to do. Like, you went nuts when he said to do these things.
1: Right, and he knew they were going nuts because he watched them rally after rally after rally. So he knew his audience and that he was going to get that kind of reaction compared to like the other politicians that the defense showed in all those videos where they were saying fight 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 yeah
0: I, well that's a good point that's a i mean that's a really good point because you're right he did know he knew what he was stirring up and then in fact that was some of the tweets that the republicans can't dispute that came up in the hearings of him tweeting right after he found out that Mike Pence had been evacuated from the um floor. right Th- then he tweets out that he's a coward. and then and then they show the
1: video of the insurrectionists like reading out in real time statement from Donald Trump that's a tweet. And they're reading it out to the police officers that they're battering. And basically saying, we're taking orders from your boss, and we're going to beat you and get past you, and you're a traitor to your country. What happened to the Blue Lives Matter? That went right out the window. Yes, it did.
0: And at that <laughs> point, it really did. They don't care about that. That You could see that in the videos. The videos were these crazy men and women screaming and hollering. And it was appalling, just appalling.
1: It, there's not even words t- for to describe that. Like, it is insane. And it is group mania where it feeds on itself and grows and festers and explodes, it's that kind of thing.
0: It did. And for it to happen in on our soil— is appalling again. Well,
1: embarrassing. It's embarrassing. Yeah,
0: it is embarrassing. These people were fight, 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 fight. And I don't even understand if they knew what they were fighting for at that point or what their end game was.
1: Well, they yelled, fuck the police. And, you know, so I guess blue lives matter if they're shooting unarmed black people. That's when they matter. I mean, that's the contradiction there.
0: Yeah,
1: that is such clear hypocrisy and disgustingness of that. That's so obvious. I just don't understand how they just can't ever see anything.
0: No, <laughs> it's
1: no. it's fruitless. I'm trying to hopeless. figure out what,
0: which one of the um republic, which one of the Republican. There was a senator that actually was listening and thought that the opening arguments of Trump's lawyers were appalling. And The one guy. Yeah, Campbell, he, I think,
1: yeah, is the guy. Yeah.
0: He was the one that was really there and saying the videos themselves were very helpful, and they did a great argument, and the managers did a great job, and if I had to make a decision right now, I would totally go for the manager's side.
1: Right. But he also said, then I have to listen to the other, the defense, because he's being an actual juror, supposedly. Defense did better than their opening by so much that they like cleared that very low bar.
0: What bar? What do you mean?
1: You know, the bar was sat at their opening, which was like so terrible. Lawyers everywhere were joking about it. My lawyers that I work for are like, you gotta watch this over and over again. How <laughs>
0: pathetic is that? You know what I mean. Well, he was rambling. The one lawyer that was for Trump, he was rambling. He just kept oh, rambling, yeah. and calling and out the people. message. Yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> having a personal moment over and over again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, they said that he rambled on so much that Trump finally told the entire team that that guy was not to talk again. <laughs>
1: Well, good.
0: I think that that's funny.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Me too. (laughs) Some of the things about the trial are so weird too because I'm in trials. I've seen, I've been inside the courtroom quite a bit and it's boring as hell. And it's boring as hell there too. At the end of the other day, one of the Republican guys that's just a big jerk wanted to make an objection. To testimony that had been testified, like things that he had said that had been testified about that were untrue. So he wanted him to strike it from the record. So the president just, he's this really elderly guy. (laughs) (laughs) I should know his, I don't know any of these guys' names. He was so slow and he just repeated the same thing like six times and I didn't think he knew what was going on.
0: Probably <laughs> not. <laughs> probably not. And there not. was
1: a woman sitting a little bit below him who was like going back and describing everything that had just been said to him, what it meant, and may probably how he should respond. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so he was seemed to be not up to par.
0: Well, I'm not surprised. Most of the people there are over 80. <laughs> I know. It, is this, this is where term limits come in, right? You got to no have doubt. You gotta have the term limits.
1: Yeah, I can't understand how we haven't gotten there other than corruption like everything else.
0: Because it is corruption yeah. and term limits. They don't want them. Why would they want them? They then can, they can't cultivate their
1: lobbyist and five years from now be making millions over millions.
0: I mean, term limits is the reason why Lindsey Graham is still in there.
1: And he oh, has yeah. no
0: business still being in there. No,
1: at all. He clearly has no moral compass. He
0: has no. He used to be, according to my husband, he used to be a good guy that was from South Carolina, and he always did what he they needed to do to, for the goodness of the South Carolinians. Well, and he was friends <laughs> with other respected Republicans. The problem was that Lindsey Graham went off the grid. Like he just started. <laughs> doing things underhanded, anything, anything to keep his spot. More power he got, the less he cared about the people of South Carolina. Well, and how he won this time, I have no idea.
1: The big rumor is that he's closeted gay. Have you heard that? No. You haven't? No. Oh, my God. Like, look it up. Like, when we get off of here, you're going to, like, Google gay Lindsey Graham. And you're going to see so much shit.
0: Well, wasn't he raised by his sister or he it's raised like his sister? It's like everybody,
1: it's like supposed to be the inside secret and everybody knows there's some shoe tapping going on in the bathroom.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> That's terrible. But, it,
1: you know, it's it's frequently it's someone who's like obsessively anti-something that turns out to be guilty of that thing.
0: Yes, you're right. It's the hallmark. It's the hallmark. You know, <laughs> yeah. people know it.
1: And people know he's gay, supposedly. I mean, like, I don't think being any, there's anything wrong with being gay, uh, but he clearly seems to think so.
0: Well, I see that he did. That there was some sort of Twitter scandal from a gay adult film star that said oh. that Lindsey Graham was gay.
1: Oh, well, it wasn't just that. There's more. Uh, Because my husband, if he was here, we'd get him in on this and he'd probably spout out some good facts. (laughs) (laughs) He finds it probably more interesting than I do. Well,
0: you you know what? I don't care about him being gay. If he wants to be gay, he could be gay. I think it's great that they even have an, they finally have an out gay man. Right. Out there.
1: If he could own it, if it was true and he could own it, it would be great. He's gay basher and you know a, a total hypocrite in every conceivable way so not a good representative of the gay community
0: no he fall he falls behind <laughs> that whole to. I'm gonna uh, hide behind my religion on that right which that's a whole other story this week we're doing impeachment I'm gonna give you I'm gonna yeah. give you the definition of impeachment it's The political process by which a legislative body makes and sometimes decides upon charges of misconduct against a government official.
1: So it's the process. It's not the conviction. And people seem to get that wrong.
0: Exactly. It is not a legal crime. It's not a criminal act. It's not a criminal proceeding, yes. In the Federalist Papers, Alex Hamilton wrote that impeachment is a method of national inquest into the conduct of public men accused of violating the public trust.
1: Yeah, just a breaking of trust or um, not looking after the public's best interest. It can be
0: any of that.
1: Which he's been doing his whole presidency. He
0: did. But that's it. Like It can be any of that. That's what drives me crazy is, like, people think that oh, he didn't do anything wrong. It doesn't have to be he set the stage for to do something wrong. He did a moral act. They have the right, right. constitutional right, to impeach somebody that is not doing what's good for the country.
1: Well, the other thing he did was he didn't speak up to stop them in a timely manner once... He- He had to have realized it had turned into a violent mob. He let it go on, and whoever was injured or uh, harmed during that span of time where he knew it was violent and he didn't say specifically, no violence, back off, that's not what I meant. You know, the the amount of time he still didn't speak to that is damning.
0: Correct. I want to understand what they don't get at the hearings, the managers, which is why they're called managers and not lawyers or prosecutors, because they're actually managing the procedures. They're not prosecuting anybody, just to get that clear. But right, that's what I don't understand. They have no defense that says he didn't do these things. They're tr- They're going around that. They're completely going around that. It's
1: just about whether the perception of what he did... Whether he can claim that he didn't know it would result in what it did, whether that's a believable argument, the fact that he didn't speak up after the violence was clearly happening, that's a whole other thing. So he's, in my opinion, totally guilty of He is both. guilty.
0: There's no doubt he's guilty, but the well, reason why the Republicans say they're not paying attention right. is because of the unconstitutional, not a strong case because it it's, it's not constitutional for them to even be having an impeachment right now, which is wrong.
1: Well, if it wasn't, then how many trials or whatever proceedings that Hillary sat for Benghazi? What was it, like nine different ones or something? After she was no longer Secretary of State? So... Up there. You can't have well, it both ways. They they wanted to keep taking her back over Benghazi over and over and over, eleven hours. She went in and answered their questions, much unlike Trump. And then here's here's same thing. It's the same thing. He committed the thing happened while he was in office. Therefore it's impeachable. That's
0: what I didn't understand about all of a sudden them saying that it was unconstitutional to impeach him. Because I remember them saying, Wait until he's out of office, let's not do anything right now. And then when we right. did it and we waited <laughs> or the Democrats waited yeah. and until she waited to give the article in there, then they're back, Oh well, he's not in office anymore, so now he's not it's it's unconstitutional. We're gonna argue it
1: from the other (laughs) side. Right. They they've always been shamelessly willing to do that. The Democrats are huge wimps compared to the Republicans. The Republicans will always do anything. Nothing is too horrible or uh or evil. They'll do it to get to they think the ends justifies the means. But you know, the Democrats have always said, rise above. You know, we come from a high higher place. They go low. We yeah. go high.
0: <laughs> well, Hell where's yeah. that gotten
1: you? Pretty <laughs> much trampled.
0: trampled. For sure. I mean, th- th- that's what it. It doesn't make any sense to not fi- fire with fire. I, It doesn't. You what? have the case. Show it.
1: Yep. Win it. Uh, And get on down the road and use it to the best of your ability to get as much done as humanly possible before it shifts over to the other side. I
0: think that eventually this will all be tried in a court of public, of popular opinion anyway. But of course, will he? Yeah,
1: yeah, well, Trump will be the one of four, uh, two of four impeachments in this history of this country for presidents. Half. Half. Two of them. So two people. So let's see. I looked it up. Andrew Johnson got impeached in 1868. Then, not until 1998, did Bill Clinton get impeached. And then Donald Trump got impeached in 2019 and 2021. So that's all of the presidential impeachments. And then of course you don't count Nixon cuz he resigned.
0: Yeah, there was a list. I saw a list that I googled that was like a lot of them had resigned before they could get impeached and this is something oh, yeah. I didn't know. You just have to be a government official to get impeached. It's not just for presidents. That right. I did not know that. Right. <laughs> it was yeah, judges oh, Yeah,
1: judges Judges can—that's that that's the only way you can get a federal judge out that has a and, lifetime appointment. And
0: a lot of those that judges that were impeached resigned before they could be actually impeached. So I don't know if that's where they're coming from. Right, because then they could probably still have a career. I wouldn't think. Might, no, but they have a life. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, think about, like, in the Republican side, these guys who get in— huge sex scandals or huge trouble or they're a pedophile or something. And then they run for Republican public office and they completely get a whole bunch of backing from all the crazies, the Trump people like that pedophile guy in Alabama.
0: But that's what Nancy Pelosi says. Like you, you're not going to get away with that with us. You're not going to get away with hurting people and citing riots and things like that. But. You are going to get away with it. That's the problem. You are going to get away with it. Unless they indict him, he's going to get away with it for doing, for all the stuff that he did to make this happen and get these people on his side. I still don't understand why people are on his side. I don't, I don't get it. Because he's lied his way to the top and people just automatically or his base automatically believed what he was saying.
1: Yep. Just or accepted that he was allowed to lie.
0: But I bet nobody actually looked in on him and and said, Let me investigate the things that this guy says. Nobody does that. Well, some people
1: have along the way.
0: The people that don't follow him. And like the people that wrote his books. Like
1: people who have spent a lot of time with him, pretty much hate him. Anthony Scaramucci is my favorite because he used to just love him to death and kiss his ass all the time, and now Anthony <laughs> Scaramucci is like fuck them, <laughs> and I just love him for that.
0: But you have to think it. Th- I'm thinking of it this way: when they didn't get what they wanted from him, or. That little train ride left the station, and they were left high and dry. That's when they turn on him. So they use him, too, right. to get fame and fortune. Well, usually they turn
1: on him because he has turned on them. Correct. And he's decided they can't, they don't help him anymore. He's not getting what he wants from them, and he just cuts them out. Right. And then they don't like him. It's true. But that's what's happening to the insurrectionists. He dumped them too. Yeah, absolutely. He just dumped their asses. Do you think they know
0: it? <laughs> <laughs> He's already said you what you guys did was wrong. Okay. Right. Um <laughs> wink wink. <laughs> yes. <I know. laughs> yeah. So yeah. you were talking about oh. the impeachments of other people. I'm saying oh, Bill Clinton, okay. So you had yeah. to have seen this week with George Stephanopoulos, which I, I love George anyway. So George was doing this interview with Senator Roger Wicker, and it was hilarious. It, um, hopefully, we'll get a we'll get a little bite of that. But what he was saying is, so your George was saying to Roger, he tells him, so it's more important to impeach somebody. For having an affair than it is for inciting a riot, because you voted right. to impeach Clinton for having an affair.
1: And ultimately, what he got impeached for was lying under oath. Not
0: well. The problem having sex. well the problem was he said Wickers ends up in the interview saying how he voted that way because Clinton was found guilty of perjury, okay? But then George ends the interview with a snap and just says, well, he really wasn't ever convicted of that crime. Okay, we'll talk to you later. Thank you, Senator. (laughs) (laughs) Bye-bye.
1: Well, and, you know, George Stephanopoulos was on the bus campaigning with Clinton when he ran for president. And there was that big documentary that had them all through it, seeming to have a pretty good friendship.
0: Oh, no, I, I totally get that. But I just thought that him putting that Republican from on the Mississippi spot. on the spot yeah, like that and being like, hello, this guy had an affair, but you're saying inciting a riot and killing five people is less important. Right. And, you know, the, that treatment of the police. that And Pence. I mean, just: ugh. Yeah, you wanted pants for your <laughs> vice president, and then you incite a riot to try and get him hung, like right, literally your own hung Vice president. Yeah. Hang the vice president. Hang the and vice president.: How could those people not
1: realize that that, you know that's who their leader is? is someone who would take a person who was totally loyal to him and throw him to an angry mob? Right, you know, and somehow they think he he would treat them better if they could climb the ladder and work for him directly. Yeah, do they think that he would be loyal to them? And you know,
0: well, not this turn is the thing. It wasn't point? that Pence was Pence was unloyal. The problem was that he could not do what Trump wanted him to do. He couldn't well, legally he could
1: do have, it. He could have physically done it. I mean, it would have ruined his career.
0: He could have physically done it, but it wouldn't have done anything because it wasn't. Well,
1: he, it would have shown done. Trump he was going to continue to be his lackey. But you why mean, would he do it? Because he wouldn't
0: show up. You think right. because he showed up to do it? Even that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Even going yeah. over there, not re, even just not refusing. Exactly. I mean, let's don't forget. Pence went ahead and said out loud prior to that, the if the election was fair and biden is the president elect and that was the end of his friendship with trump
0: correct no that you're right right the weight of the evidence does not permit any of this to start with okay doesn't just doesn't uh-huh so what do you think trump will i mean how do you think trump's lawyers going forward will will continue to defend him They're doing a good
1: job, I think. They showed videos of every senator in the room pretty much saying fight to their constituents, which was one of the big arguments that using that terminology incited the riot. But then they're showing that all these other politicians use the word fight and they're not being impeached. As much as we know because of, like common sense and the reasonable man test. And because we know (laughs) that it's different when Trump stood in front of an angry mob and said fight than it is when Elizabeth Warren says we have to fight for women's rights. Those are two completely different scenarios. And it's just semantics that the word fight isn't different in those two scenarios. But, semantics are what you argue in the law. True. And the Republicans can grab onto that and say, that's what we're going to choose to
0: use that as our excuse. Anybody can hold on to things like that. Like, you can just hold on to a belief and if as long as you keep saying it, then eventually everyone will believe you. Right? Isn't that how it goes?
1: It's true. (laughs) Yeah. And that's like, Something Trump said in his book, from what I understand, that or it's not his book, you know, the book that was written for him, Art of the Deal, I think. I think he says, you know, you just repeat stuff over and over and over and you chip away at people until they have no choice but to just believe you.
0: Right. They, you're right. And I'm just wondering. I'm just wondering why are why isn't the Democrats just throwing this whole impeachment right out the door and doing the Fourteenth Amendment? I mean, I don't think they think they can get away with it. I think they could. I think they have. Are you talking about the Twenty
1: Fifth Amendment or the Fourteenth Amendment?
0: No, the Fourteenth Amendment says that if you incite a riot as a government official, you cannot hold office anymore.
1: Right. Well, and that's what if he got. Convicted of the impeachment, that would not do
0: automatically, that. though it would
1: make it so he couldn't not it automatically. Anything. Yeah, I believe so.
0: Well, I read you, I read I so. you couldn't do that, if, that it wouldn't be automatic.
1: That if he got convicted mm-hmm. of his impeachment, correct then that they,
0: he that can't there's run again. another amendment to the impeachment that has to happen if they want him never to be able to run for office again. I mean, I'm I'm not going to swear by it, but I'm that's what I looked yeah. up. I think that if they just did this one thing and just said, "Look, you did this, you can't run for office anymore. Be done with it. You go play golf down in Florida and be done with it."
1: Well, that would be nice, but like Coming from a legal standpoint, you know, the rules have to be able to be applied to everyone equally. Ha ha. (laughs) Because it's not like Trump's ever been held accountable for anything. The idea is that everyone would be able to be held by the same standard and the same standards would apply to each person. We see what a mockery that's been made of anyway.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true. We, I just feel like They need to do something that's going to actually end in some sort of prosecution, some sort of, you know, you have to punish somebody, okay? Somebody has to be punished for this. And it can't be just the 200 people out of the 5,000 that were there at the Capitol that day.
1: He should be prosecuted for his handling of the COVID virus. More and more stuff is going to come out about what, Lack of preparedness there was when Joe Biden took over the administration. So there's going to be details about how he didn't uh, organize a national rollout of the vaccine or anything, make any preparations that would have benefited our country. That is a crime. That killed, What crime is That's that? murder.
0: Well, yeah, it is. But I feel like that and you feel like that. But is there a law for him on that? Well, I,
1: no, I guess not. You know, presidents get to get away with pretty much everything, clearly.
0: Well, that makes me think that that's why they, the Democrats are impeaching him.
1: It's It's just going to be the Southern District of New York that's going to hammer him for, like, <clears throat> tax evasion or... Uh, money laundering or racketeering or some kind of shit like that. That's how they're going to get him. Just like the mobsters.
0: Yeah. I think, th- I think you're right. Because I think that criminally he's got so much back there that you can't do to the president of the United States. That when he does now, after all the yeah. impeachment is over, I think that the other people, civil, will come in. And yeah. it'll be big. Oh, yeah. It'll be big. Because you've already yeah. got all these people not even taking up his golf course anymore. You've got people right. not going to his hotels anymore. I mean, they're taking a stance His brand him. is
1: everything. So if his brand is gets ruined, then... I mean, I think he can still be rich because of how many people adore him and want to give him money. He made hundreds of millions of dollars off people donating to his legal fees for... Uh, Denying his loss of the election.
0: Isn't that amazing? He got hundreds
1: of millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. He can spend whatever way he wants because it's not a campaign contribution.
0: Correct. It's for a legal fund. And that's what he's using it for. His legal fund, his Mar-a-Lago, any bills he right. might have. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's and just we're still using providing him
0: uh, secret service
1: people for everybody in his family. It's a piece of shit.
0: That's the other thing, if he does get impeached, which i'm not I'm oh, yeah. not betting my money on it, let's just say that. but no, I know if he's he not. does get impeached, they he doesn't get that anymore. like he will not get the detail. his um family won't get the detail, nobody will get the detail. Right. It's like you lose everything at that point. That's the only good thing about impeachment, which I would
1: yeah
0: oh, I would totally go glad for that. if it could happen. Yeah, I, I.
1: it's not going to happen. He's going to have been impeached, but not convicted. Correct. On both of them.
0: Correct. He's going to be impeached, but not convicted. Because Republicans... Well, that's what happened to the, the other
1: guys. Republicans. Well, Bill Clinton wasn't convicted. He wasn't removed. Mm-mm. No. None of them have been removed. No, they resigned. Right? Well, Andrew Johnson wasn't removed. Bill Clinton wasn't removed. What's-his-face was... Uh, Resigned. Nixon. Nixon. But the ones that were actually impeached were never removed from office.
0: None of, none of the impeachments resulted in that. Well, you're never going to have a really good. Yeah. Really good impeachment. We're never going to have a really no, good that, impeachment. Okay. We just want <laughs> well, that the, impeachment. And also, the system,
1: don't expect the system to ever actually work. No. No. let <laughs> well, That's not. That wasn't the intent.
0: We're going to move on to our word of the week. And it's more like, what the fuck does that mean? And that is radicalization. That's a huge word. Mm -hmm. And you see where I'm going with that. When you talk about election fraud, then you talk about impeachment. The reason why everything goes hand in hand is because of that radicalization. Yeah. Trump radicalized these people for years. Not just a little bit, but a lot. And lied and lied and lied. He was a reality star that just turned into this celebrity that people wanted in office.
1: But it's really interesting with him because he was always a grifter, even though he had money. He was always a con man Correct. and a a crook. And everybody knew it. Like that he couldn't get into Upper New York society, because they all knew he was trash. So he kind of aspired to that. Everybody knew he did these big real estate deals and then didn't pay for them. And that he was truly pretty broke at times. And they just, he got away with lying about it all the time. Like it would, he would tell a bold lie and wink, wink. And everybody just goes along with the lie. And that's been true
0: of him. Always, it looks like to me. Since their 80s, at least. No, since he did Trump Tower. I mean, right, before since he, he did Trump Tower. about his
1: grades, whatever, high school.
0: Lying about his father only giving him a million dollars. By by the way, hello, I would just like to start yeah. off life with a million dollars. But yeah. his, <laughs> saying that his father gave him a million dollars to start with, that's bullshit. Total bullshit. His father yeah. went behind him, supporting him with money his entire career. And that's how he yeah. got where he was. And by ripping people
1: off. I mean, his oh, father yeah. was ripping people off. His father was discriminating against a whole bunch of people. He was a slum lord. You know, it's just the well, list. that's is why him endless.
0: and Ivanka's, um, Ivanka's husband get along so well because he's also a slum lord. He's a yeah. big slumlord. Yeah, he's
1: worse. He's a Jewish slumlord. He's a Jewish a special slumlord. place in hell. Yeah, <laughs> for people whose family survived the Holocaust, who are now ripping other people off.
0: Yeah, it's wrong. <laughs> I mean, I've, I I yeah. watched a whole documentary on him, and it was unbelievable the things that Kushner and his father did to poor people trying to. Just get by. I mean, giving to survive them all, yeah, just trying kids. to survive. They were putting these big fees, late fees on rents, and then not telling the people. It was on and on. The law. If Evicting a person them. lawyered up, then the then the whole thing went away. Well, that person just paid for a lawyer. You know what I mean? Like it's ugh. Anyway, to radicalize someone is to shift a person's or a group opinions towards either end of the polit- political spectrum. To radicalize mm-hmm. is to cause a shift in their beliefs that make them want to take action. What does that sound like?
1: Well, it sounds like Jim Jones, you know, he, he was able to talk to people in a way that eventually they were willing to uh, do suicide tests where they could be killing themselves or they could not be killing themselves. So, like, he knew... They were willing to do it and drink the solution that could be poison. Correct. And it was a long series of events to get them to that point. After they did that, he knew he had them forever. They're willing to kill themselves for this movement. Well, that's what we see right here in the Capitol. It's Jim Jones. Yeah. They're willing to throw their lives away for this, for Trump.
0: Which is crazy because if you think about it, I like Biden. Am I gonna am, am I gonna bring him to justice if he does something wrong? Absolutely. Do I follow him like some hippie? No. I don't. Hippie. <laughs> I'm a hippie. <laughs> do I follow him like a rock star? No. I don't okay, follow him. Do like I follow a rock star. him like a cult I mean, member? I know how to make him accountable for his what whatever he does, right?
1: Like, well, you you want to you want you like him, but you're not blind to his faults. Exactly, because you're not insane. But like, and and I guess it's mean to say because I guess you don't have to be insane to succumb to a cult. I've watched a lot of cult documentaries. Um, most recently, the Nexium, and I watched a Jim Jones one, and um, I got into it for a little bit. And it is so amazing to me. Some of these people are really intelligent. They're successful. There's something missing in their lives that they need, some companionship or acceptance. And that's why gangs, gang members uh, join gangs. It's why people succumb to cults. And I would say religion plays a big part in it most of the time, too. I mean, a lot of people follow Trump because they think it's he's more Christian than Joe Biden. I mean, like, how could Trump be a bigger Christian than Joe Biden?
0: He's not, but I don't think he's people not. think that. I really don't. I think that they follow him because they think that they follow the Republican Party and they feel like he's the lead of the Republican Party. Right. And, and they know, they have to know he's not a Christian. Yeah, but they put that aside. If you ask them yeah. about the 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 way he's behaved with his with his wives, he I mean, uh-huh. he cheated on one wife to go to the next wife. Did cheated on that wife to go to the next wife? I mean, that's how his reputation went. And they make excuses for that because he's a Republican, and that's crazy. Like yeah. that part is you need to use your brain at that point, right? Let's talk about that pink lady hat. That pink hat lady. Oh my goodness. I know oh, you I mentioned her know. The her one with last eight kids. Week. Eight kids. Where do you put eight kids? <sighs> she went. I read up on her and she went. This is talk <laughs> about radicalization, okay? This is what happened for this poor girl. Somehow, actually, she might have had postpartum depression at this point. That's what I'm thinking. Oh, yeah. Because she went from selling essential oils online and talking about yoga pants to talking about Trump, 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 and then all that keeps coming into her feed. And the more it comes into her feed, the more she sees the extremeness of it and goes with it. It's an incredible story. Like, this woman really went off the end.
1: Are you talking about the one with the eight kids yes. that just got Yes. Uh, okay. Because there's this other woman that came on CNN that had been obsessed with Trump and had believed in QAnon, and she, I guess she threw a big fit in the target and ripped a, a display of masks down and threw them around and was like, saying a bunch of ugly shit. Oh. And she got I think she she might have been taken to the you know, hospital without her uh, involuntarily.
0: Yeah. <laughs> See, this is this is the extreme that these radicals went to, but I'm saying that radicalization is something that Trump did. Oh, I yeah. think he radicalized these people in a fascist way. Sure, and I think he knew
1: what he was doing, and it was intended, and the whole deal.
0: I don't know if he knew what he was doing. What I think he was doing, what he always did, and it snowballed. It snowballed in the in the fact that he got more attention. The more he did it, the more attention he got. The more he saw these so people doing what he loved. It, yeah. But I think he did intend it. Oh, that day.
1: But, I mean, I think he intended to incite way more riots than this one.
0: Yeah. Well, he talks about get them, fight them, do all this to them. Punch the guy next
1: to you. Punch him right in the face. Right. I'll
0: pay your legal fees. Punch him in the face. Get him. Or, you know, or kill this person. Do that person. I, I just don't understand that. That whole mentality of if somebody disagrees with you, let's punch him in the face. Well, and
1: I guess that's the problem is we can't understand it. And some people, that's the way they are. It's really weird. Yeah, (laughs) I just can't. I can't ever understand it. No, I'm never going to be
0: that kind of person. Right. I'm never going to be that kind of person that I will walk away, or I'm not going to. Number one, I'm not going to follow people. people.
1: I punched a couple of people. I punched
0: a couple of people in my youth, <laughs> In but your
1: teenage not now. years.
0: Yeah, yeah. L- little, little, little not when you again.
1: realized the. I don't, don't think it was
0: ever it. over politics or no. my belief or their belief.
1: <laughs> it was just over like woohoo! Yeah, it's
0: gonna it's Let's gonna be over going. a good bar fight. That's when that's yeah. gonna be over. It's gonna be over a good bar fight.
1: I <laughs> <laughs> and we can't have those because of COVID.
0: Yeah, we can't have any good bar fights anymore. I don't even know. Like, you can't have any.
1: If we if we had bar fights, they'd be like fifty plus women bar fights, which is not what people are looking for.
0: I know. No. You can't have over fifty people now. You can't have over ten. No more over ten.
1: But I mean, over age fifty.
0: Oh. oh no. <laughs> Like, no, yeah. No. Over fifty. So that's just pathetic. Yeah, that's gonna be really sad. No, we're not doing that anymore. We'll just right? sling
1: insults at each other. <laughs> well That'd be a good idea. Yeah. Isn't
0: it weird how the older you get the the more insults you you your main goal is to make sure the insult is intelligent.
1: <laughs> yeah. To be able to land it. It used
0: to be you just threw l- one out there now you're like mm. How intelligent can I sound? (laughs) (laughs)
1: It's like, I need to land my dismount. (laughs) Right.
0: Yeah, that doesn't happen. Doesn't happen. Oh, my goodness. Okay, let's go back to my... I'm going to give you my impression of Trump's radicalization. Let's just do that. I'm thinking that ultra right-wing is just a rebranding of white supremacy, right? Yeah, I think So, I feel like... I totally feel like Trump was using eugenics, like Hitler, all over again. Uh-huh. I really do. I feel like yeah. he was just okay. These people like me we're, were bringing me back up. I think people pushed him to this to the height, and he took it and ran with it, and and just yeah. played to those strengths. Mm-hmm. I mean, because kids. Nowadays, they see stuff on the internet and they love that hate, hate, hate. You know what I mean? It's true. Well, I guess when
1: you remember back when we were younger, there was plenty of hate, like in middle school. There were some haters for sure. And popular people were really mean and, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. I guess online, it's just the same thing, differently laid out. And with the cover of anonymity a lot, which makes people even more hateful.
0: Right. It's, it's very sad. It makes, me, it makes me hurt. It really does. Yeah. That the white supremacy is back to the top again. I mean, really, if you think right. about it, all it is is suit and tie. It, you know, they're just covering themselves up now. It, it's not your—they well, don't have yeah. a hood on their head anymore. They have a suit and tie and they can just be right out the, there.
1: Look at the march in Charlottesville. So it ended up being they all wear polo shirts. Right. So that they could more cleaned up and you know, they're not the skinheads of old. No, they're not. They're guys in polo shirts.
0: They're guys in polo shirts. They're
1: tiki, tiki torches. They're
0: professors. They're, you know, there's this guy, I think his name is Jared Taylor and he writes uh, books on white supremacy i mean he writes books on it and and claims yeah. that, that it's okay and it's they're like of life. Right. what drives me crazy about that whole thing is that it really it's part of the belief of the white supremacies that they were the only ones that brought america to where it was or where it is oh that they're the, fa- they're the founders, and they worked, and, and their, their ancestors, ancestors worked the- to make it here. Um, no, I'm sorry, but hello? The black people have way more skin in this game than you do.
1: Well, they built the structures you lived in while you were making the choices, you know. But And, like, even after civil rights came around, then there was segregationists. Right. So they, it was legal to drink out of a water fountain, just not the water fountain that white people drank out of. Right. Whole towns wouldn't come on board. And still, in Texas, there's all these small towns that are like, you know, you better know your
0: place. I've seen those. It's crazy. You can still see the whites only sign. Right. And then um, in Jasper, those three white guys
1: dragged that, black guy behind their truck and killed him
0: what was that that was only in the
1: 90s that was in the 90s right like that's not very long ago I know (laughs) I mean my daughter was a young woman or a little girl but that's you know that shit's still happening in a lot of places we're sheltered from that because we've grown up in cities and we've been around the majority of the people we're around aren't going to let us see that kind of stuff up close
0: Right.
1: I mean, I know we have prejudiced people in our family, but their level of prejudice doesn't rise. I mean, I'm not making excuses for them. It's not like they're proud of it.
0: Right. They're not out there. They're not they're you're right. They're not to the forefront. They're not at the insurrection. Right. They're not they're not that kind of people. But the but the racism is out there. And the prejudice is out there. And whether it be prejudice against a Chinese person or an Indian person or a brown person and a, right. and a black person. That's all. It, it's all together. Like right. they will just find convenience. The Jewish people. Right. There used to be Italians, Irish. Right. It did. Yeah, Anybody. Used to, every, that's what these... White supremacists don't understand. Like, once upon a time, Mr. O'Hare, you. you were, somebody was prejudiced against your grandfather at some point. Right. So, you're going to tell me that all those insurrectionists came over here, their ancestors came over on the Mayflower. Is that what happened? Because I don't think <laughs> yeah. that's what happened.
1: <laughs> I think they don't care.
0: <laughs> no. They, they just care.
1: are part of a big club that's, you know... They've latched on to these ideas and it gives them some kind of validation. I just, it's very perplexing. It really is.
0: Well, I, I, they're giving up their, their, uh, freedom for this. They are. And th- I read somewhere, this is, this is a great quote. Not all Trump supporters are racist, but all racists are Trump supporters. Now you think that? I do think that. Was that, did you say that the other way around? No, not, not all Trump all? supporters are racist, but all racists are Trump supporters. Yeah, it's I I do get that. And I think that the radicalization is where the evil comes in. I mean, I think mm-hmm. when once you start to radicalize people, I hate to say that we were lucky, but we were lucky that it was just like this insurrection, five people were murdered. But when you radicalize people to a belief that is terrible, and and they believe it, and they believe it wholeheartedly, and and some people take it to heart and think that they need to fix it, right? So then you end up mm-hmm. with your Dylan Roots, right? Like yeah. But the thing is that you don't need you don't need people handing out flyers anymore. You've got the internet and social media and Newsmax. And all these other crazy yeah. Fox News and OAN. Maywee. Yeah. All these places where they can go and, and feel at home and know that what they're thinking, because somebody did them wrong one time, wh- whatever they're thinking, then that's, it must be correct because these people are confirming what I'm saying. That's where you get it's the crazy. radicalization. Especially of the youth. That's what I feel like the Republicans were doing with this whole impeachment. That they feel like once Donald was gone, it was like people in an abusive relationship. Okay? So that senator goes down and looks at Donald and goes, we okay, right, man? You know, (laughs) we're good. Yeah. Right? I know that this happened and it was under your watch and everything, but
1: but we're we're okay, right?
0: I mean, it's an abusive relationship. It's been, yeah, very
1: much so. And the relationship between all of the people with Trump or with the Republican Party. The Republican Party isn't doing anything for them financially. I mean, they're most of those people are on the lower level of income, not making over $100,000 a year or something. No. And there's... They're buying into the fact that this party is going to, like, do something better for them, the party that's never done anything better for them. Yeah. To me, it's, it's so straightforwardly the same structure as pedophiles use on their victims or gangs used to uh, initiate and keep and control gang members and cults. Cult. And, you know, it's when you put all these things side by side, they have the same structure, including the way Trump's zealots and uh, rioters and insurrectionists and terrorists is what they are.
0: Right. And which and they don't believe that they are. But then when they get caught and it's like they come to, then they're like, oh, yeah, that could. Have yeah, happened. well, that's
1: what happens in a cult. People don't think they're in a cult until <laughs> I
0: know.
1: You know they don't think they, they're, they're in a cult. end up
0: in jail or something. Then they're like, "What happened? I don't understand." And and I was a victim. This is yeah. This is how much Trump has done to violate public trust. Like this is this is the uh, this is it. This is what he's done. Yeah. He's made these people so violent and so against the world, or. The yeah. United States and the United States having anything to do with the world that this is what he's created. Right. You know, I mean, he's well, a not columnist. just
1: him. Not just him. You know, he's, he's the symptom, not the illness. Right. You know, the illness is the uh, level of, I guess it's, it's racism, but it's like people who aren't educated, people who are fearful. People who, you know, the very idea are we allowed to say names on our podcast? Why not? So like Denny Poole from um that used that's Darlene's son that Darlene and Kenny used to rent the basement at my mom and dad's house. Well, Denny, he's like one of my last friends on Facebook that's a Trump supporter. And I I, I unfriended him last night because I just couldn't after the insurrection and everything, the fact that he could still be saying he supports Trump. Wow. You know, he is not educated. He's from a background, you know, I think his family is a nice family. I I love his mother. I don't have anything in common with him.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, and do you know why he supports him? Like, what is the reasoning? He thinks that
1: white men are getting a bad rap in this world. And he is. I mean, Denny Poole is getting a bad rap in this world. He's not had a proper education. He's not had that many opportunities. He's not had good health and dental care in his life. You know, he is kind of the perfect example of
0: these folks. Yeah, but there was plenty of folks that were really rich there too.
1: Oh, I know. That's true.
0: So, I think that it has a more to do with their white supremacy and their yeah. them wanting to stay the at the economic racism. top and they just feel entitled. You talk about entitlement? That you know, most yeah. white people feel entitled to a certain level of what they need to have and what they want and that they must get it.
1: And that, yeah, and that they deserve it more than other people do.
0: Right. Right. I mean, you might as well, I mean, Trump's a con man. Okay, so if you go through time, you got the snake oil men from the 1800s, right? People, like, would take whatever medicine came along in that town that day. They just did it. And then you've got the Father Conklin in the 30s using radio to promote anti-Semitism. You know, and he right. did that. Like it and right. it happened. And then you got the nineteen yeah. fifties with the Joe McCarthy era. Oh yeah, with the with the, the, r- the communism. With communism. And then yep. two seven in twenty seventeen you've got Donald Trump and his Twitter account. You know? Yeah. <laughs> He's using social media as his background to for white supremacy. Yeah. I it's true. I mean I just think that this is going to happen time and time again if the if you don't get white people to stop believing that they are so entitled.
1: But how do you do that? I mean, we're good examples of there are white people and plenty of white people who don't think that way. And my husband and your husband clearly don't feel like they're more entitled than their black counterpart. Right? You know, and neither do we. But that doesn't mean we don't have some elements of white privilege because we just don't know what it feels like to walk into a 7 and have the person behind the counter think that we're going to steal something automatically because we have brown skin. Right. You know, we're, we're never going to experience that. So there are levels of white privilege that we carry around by the nature of who we are.
0: Exactly. It's ingrained. I mean, it's ingrained. There's nothing we can do about it except for try to be familiar with it and accept it, but know it's there, I feel like. Right. I feel like you got to know it's there. Speak
1: out when we can, and even when it's awkward and it doesn't hit right. And Sometimes I've had the way I expressed myself because I wasn't comfortable, you know, has been misinterpreted, and that happens. People have to accept that that happens. Right. Right. It does. Well, and there are so many things to be afraid you might say. Like on our last podcast, I said, went off the reservation. And afterwards, I was like, that is such a slur. Like, why did I say that? (laughs) Because because it's uh, something. That's been said my whole life to describe being crazy or cuckoo or something being off the rails. Oh. But I said off the reservation. And that goes way back to, like, uh, implying that all Indians were crazy <laughs> just by the fact that they were Indians. Right. You know, and, no, you're, you're, you're and right. so, like, <laughs> afterwards I was like, Great. So I sound like some kind of Indian racist.
0: But you're not my first I mean attempt that's just a it. Like, on- <laughs> clarity and light yeah. will help this whole will, will help people understand that not everybody feels that way. I don't feel like right. I'm entitled to any more than anybody else. Let's clean this shit up. So if the president doesn't get impeached, what do you think should happen?
1: I just hope that right away the Southern District of New York will get in there and, and pro, uh, prosecute him, like, aggressively.
0: Oh, I didn't think of that. But that's really good.
1: I want him to be in prison. That's what I want. <laughs> Let me be real clear.
0: <laughs> oh, I want I mean, him in prison. I want him bankrupt. That would be good. Oh, yeah. I would like that. Um, I would also. Again. I'm really hoping for the 14th Amendment. I'm really hoping that they, somebody comes along and says something like, okay, let's censure him, let's do this 14th Amendment and get him bl- blocked from ever running again or ever being right. part of the party. But what I really hope is that he disappears into oblivion and the party goes forward and starts changing their attitude. And no one comes forward, uh, Matt... To take his place. Right. Well, I mean, so far he's,
1: nobody's been able to do what he's been able to do so far. And I can't see Ted Cruz ever getting that. People hate Ted Cruz. I mean, people hate Donald Trump too, but like, I guess they hate Ted Cruz more.
0: They do hate Ted Cruz. Everybody hates
1: Ted Cruz. Nobody likes Ted Cruz.
0: I I don't think Ted Cruz will ever make president. Yeah. (laughs) Ted Cruz is gross. Like, he will take whatever he can just to be in the spotlight, you know? Yeah,
1: he's a butt boy. Let's see, there I go with my racist (laughs) shit again. What am I supposed to do over here?
0: Oh, no. It's really hard. It's... It is. I huh?
1: know. Years. Of this is it. a good example of that because like, I don't want to sound like that. I don't either. He is uh,
0: Trump's lackey. He wants to do whatever. Actually, I don't even know if he's Trump lack- lackey as much he is a Trump repeater. Like he just wants well, to right, be in Well, right, but after Trump
1: shoes. totally went for his jugular, then he just, ugh. He just became a
0: sycophant, you know? Right. Absolutely. Okay, let's go on. Next week, we take on Filibuster. Yay, because I get to talk about Mitch McConnell and his ugly face. Yeah, he is, (laughs)
1: like, a very unusually unattractive person.
0: (laughs) No, isn't that that mean? Like, talk about going through the jugular, like I'm going for the jugular. Uh, Oh, yeah. It's
1: it's true. I mean, like, what are we supposed to do? Never comment on it? (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> well, hopefully you won't be a leader. You know, Liz Cheney. We got that. They're going to die off soon.
1: Some of them. When? I know.
0: <laughs> when? Come, like,
1: come on. They all have really good health care. Yeah. So they're going to last a little longer than your average American.
0: One of these days, our topic's going to be um, term limits. Mm. That's the oh, one. yeah,
1: We need to come up with like what we think a viable solution would be.
0: Yeah. A term limits? I think a viable yes. solution is no term limits or having term limits. Oh, you limits. mean term limits? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You get to do top five years. Get your ass out. And you don't get to be taken care of the years. rest of your life. Yeah. Save us some money. Anywhere. That seems reasonable. I think so.
1: That way it changes at different times than presidencies. Right. Too.
0: All right, girl. Okay, love. I'm Renee Jones. (laughs) And I'm Melissa Kosian. We're watching the news and we're wondering, what the fuck, America?